Well, welcome, welcome, welcome to season two, episode 40 of the Highway to Heaven podcast, hosted by me, Elaine Murphy, and you know who, yours and mine's truly, Brian Crump. And this week's episode is part two of the Word of God, taught by Pastor Gaston Murphy. I'm telling you, God knows how to get through and to his people. He really does. And this has been a good word. It's a, it's a very basic or common um, title or topic, but I tell you what, the word is so awesome. I can feel my own personal life getting cleansed by the word of God. And the word of God is so important because it helps gird up our mind against the things that we're tempted by. You know, so it it actually saves us from a lot of heartache and a lot of heart pain if we would just listen to the word of God and apply it to our lives and live it. That's where the power comes in. So what we're going to do, first of all, we'd like to say thank you to those listeners around the world. We appreciate it in a lot of countries. I'm telling you, a lot of countries love listening in to the Highway to Heaven podcast every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. Central Time, right here in the USA. And we just want to say thank you. And you just don't know how much we appreciate it. We really do. We thank you for listening in. And this particular episode, you might want to lend us your ears once again. And what we're going to do, we're going to go to a short break. And then we're going to come back. And me and Brian Crump is just going to jump right back into, into Season 2 episode 40 of the highway to heaven podcast the word of god part two so we'll be right back after this break thank you for listening in from around the world did you know that now Brian Crump is now doing a new exciting thing with his brand new podcast Dear America Knowledge is Power what an awesome title for his new fresh new conversations and new uh, information very exciting you'll never have a dull moment just tune in to him and get check it out. I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed. Just go to anchor.fm backslash lowercase dear hyphen America. And I'm telling you, you'll enjoy it. You'll be glad that you did. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome back after those sponsored messages. And I'm telling you, this is season two, as I said before, episode 40 of the Highway to Heaven podcast hosted by me, Elaine Murphy, yours and mine's truly, Brian Crump. How you doing, Brian? He's right here with us. Oh, I'm tired, but I'm hanging in there. How are you? I'm the same way. Today, I'm telling you, I had a few things that made me tired today, but I'm like you. I woke up this morning, I'm pressing through. 
And it's the end of the week. It's the end of the week. I don't have to work today. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, you're on vacation. Yeah, I'm actually on vacation this week. So, yeah. I'm jealous. I'm enjoying Don't be jealous. What I tell you about that? See, people, I, I tell them all the time, there's no need to be. I mean, he's got the best job, which is good. I said he has Saturday and Sunday off. You can ask for more. But in saying that, today's episode is a really good one. Um, what we're going to do then, as we usually do, we're going to go ahead and open up the Word of God. We're going to recap, and we're going to expound on what Pastor Gaston Murphy taught on, which is the Word of God, Part 2. Mm-hmm. Can never get enough of it, right, baby? Right. Part 2. So what we're going to do, Ryan, go ahead and uh, start with that first scripture. Okay, um, I always read out of the King James Version, but uh, go ahead and follow along. And you might be going with the New International Version or the American Standard Version. doesn't matter just as long as it coincides with the Word of God. And it is the Word of God. Mm -hmm. So the first scripture is Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. It's Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and the marrow, and is a discerner of thoughts and intents of the hearts. Oh, that's a good scripture there. It talks about the benefits and the uh, meaning of the word of God, how important it is um, to deliver us from things that are within us. Mm-hmm. And also, it's, it's kind of like a the word of God cleanses you, but it also removes everything that hinders you from uh, maturing or growing in the word of God um, or moving forward. Uh, so the word of God will do that for you. That's how powerful the word of God is. It takes out, takes out all the bad. And by this scripture being kind of a long scripture, sometimes you have to dissect it to kind of understand it better. Because even though I said the scripture in full context, sometimes you have to give yourself a pause. You know, like, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Digest that part. And then it goes on to say, piercing even the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and the joints and marrow. Well, dissect that part because you no know, joints and marrow are things that we have. You right. know, our bone marrow produces blood. Mm-hmm. You know, then our spirit is what's in the shell. You know, and then it is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Discern means to you know you can probably explain that a little bit better than I can. The discerning. Yeah, discern. Yeah, the ability to discern is to the ability to spiritually um, determine what is of God and what is not. So you have the ability. So it says, and is and is an ability to to figure out what's God and what's not of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. So sometimes to understand the scripture, you need to replace the words with the actual true meaning and context 
of the Bible to give a better understanding. Of course, the New International Version would say things differently according, you know, compared to King James Version. But all in all, it's still good to dissect, to take the whole scripture, right. break it down, and then state what the scripture says. And I agree with you 100%. I couldn't have really um, explained that any better. Um, I do know it's very important that to get an understanding. He said, all your, in all our getting, get an understanding. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's very important that you grasp the word of God. Okay, so now we're going to go in the middle of the Bible. And what book is in the middle of the Bible, sweetie? Do you, do you remember? What book is in the middle of the Bible? Mm-hmm. Do you remember? I think it's either what, Psalms or Proverbs? Psalms. Okay, yep. Yep, Psalms is I, I, the I middle. I mean, I just kind of thought about it, and it would mm-hmm. seem that Psalms and Proverbs would be in the middle. Yep, Psalms is in the middle of, of the Bible. So Psalms 119, verse 130. Psalms 119, verse 130. The entrance of thy word giveth light. And giveth understanding unto the simple. Mm-hmm. That means God's word is so. You can understand God's word that a person who can't even understand most thoughts can still understand the word of God. Mm-hmm. It's just placed in in simplicity. It's it's very simple. Mm. What do you think? Repeat that particular scripture one more time. Read that. The entrance of thy word giveth light, it giveth understanding unto the simple. It giveth light and understanding to the simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the word of God is, is it'll help you be a better, um, it'll help you increase the way that you think. Because the more you put on the word of God, you're putting on the mind of Christ, right? Mm-hmm. So those things go together. So yeah, I can see how that's very effective. And it's not to say simple as meaning... Easy. Well, I won't even say easy, but to say that you have a mental defect or anything. It's nothing to say anything like that. It just means that it's broken down to where anyone can understand it. The basic person can understand it. And that's one thing Jesus always did. He did a lot of paraphrasing. Mm -hmm. And it's very important that you do that. So even the most simplest, even a child should be able to understand what you're saying to them. Right. So I agree with that. And I think I was, matter of fact, we had a conversation yesterday, um, Brian, where we were talking about, Obey, Brian, that we were talking about how, um, we were talking about how um, we had a conversation yesterday about similar to this, because it was, read that scripture again, read it one more time, baby. Okay, so I can bring me- it back to my memory. And then we get back to it, 119 and 130. And it says, The entrance of thy words giveth light, it giveth understanding unto the simple. Yeah, so the very basic um, ability to retain the word, like I said, even a, a child should be able to have that understanding of what you're saying when it comes to the word of God. Mm-hmm. Because it helps grow. Um, putting on the mind of Christ is extremely important. Is it easy? Absolutely not. Is is I can almost say 99.99% of the time, it's never easy to really do the word of God. Mm-hmm. You have to, too, 
you have to first be a Christian because until you are a Christian, you don't have the desire. He said, those who come to me must first believe that I am. So those things are extremely important. And that's basically what I was going to say. I was kind of going to say something else a little different, but maybe that's what I needed to say. So so we can move right on to the next scripture. And we're going to stay in Psalms for a hot second. Same chapter, chapter 119. But we're going to go up to verse 105. Psalms 119, verse 105. And this is actually a song. Thy word is a lamp unto Mm. my feet and a light unto my path. Yes, it was a a song. Amy Grant song. Amy Grant, yep. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I love that song. But yes, is that the scripture? Yes. My word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Absolutely. When you say? Yep. Can't beat that. So we can go to the next book down, Proverbs, chapter 6. Verse 23. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 23. For the commandment is a lamp, and the law is light, and reproofs of instruction are the way of life. Repeat, reread that, baby. For the commandment is a lamp, and the law is light, and reproofs of instruction are the way of life. You know, the, the word of God is designed to show us how to live. And the spirit, which is, which, which you, you know, which is similar, which is the word of God, because the word is spiritual. Mm-hmm. The spirit is what leads us and helps us and gives us the ability to follow the word of God. It enables us. God's presence, is, which is the spirit, enables us to fulfill the word of God. Right and and it directs our paths. Right, right, and it's it's it almost coincides with the one I read before, Psalms one nineteen, um, one oh five. Actually, it it talks about the commandment being a light, mm-hmm. you know, and Thy word is a light. So mm-hmm. the word is being of the commandments. But if you go back, actually, I think it's in the New Testament. I don't know where it is, but I remember reading it where it talks about the word was with God. The uh, the, the word was with God. The word was God. Something to that effect. I, yeah. I really can't think of what it is. God. But when you look at that and you see that the word, the light, Jesus is considered as the word. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people want to say that Oh, they're they're separate and everything, but it, it says in the Bible the word was made flesh. Okay, so you can't have two people saying the same thing, and all of a sudden the word was made flesh. Now you have three people actually. Mm-hmm. You can't have that. So the word was made flesh. I know it may sound confusing, but if you get the opportunity, try and look it up to the actual scripture. I know it says in the Bible. I believe it's in the New Testament. I just don't know exactly what book it is. Okay. I think it's in one of the Gospels. Okay. I think it's one of the Gospels. So check that out, ladies and gentlemen. Amen. 
Okay, so now we're going to go on to the gospel, in my fact, speaking of the gospel. Okay. John, chapter 5, verse 39. And that would be St. John. Yes. John, chapter 5, verse 9. Verse 39, excuse me. Search the scriptures. Hmm. I just said that. <laughs> Look out for yourself. Search the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life, and they are thy which testify of me. Repeat that again. Search the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life, and they are which they and they are they which testify of me. So search the scriptures. For them, ye think ye have eternal life. You will have eternal life if you search the scriptures and read what the word of God says. And they are they which testify against me. The word of God, the Bible, testify of what Jesus has done here on earth. Right. So it's like a testimony of the things that God has done. Right. Whether he's done something for us, through us, it's really living the word of God is like a living testimony. Right, so we're going to go down to Romans chapter 10, verse 17. So, then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Absolutely. Um, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Mm-hmm. Uh, faith is very important. I know it says, we uh, read that again. Okay, let me go back into it. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Right. Uh, in order for you to prosper in faith, you got to be one that studies the word of God so that you can apply it to your life, so that your faith can be solid. You know what I mean? So you can move according to faith. Because to even believe the word of God it takes faith. Mm-hmm. Yep, so now we're going to move down to 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 2. And that's just a few, a couple of books or so back. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 2. As newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the word, that ye may grow thereby. Desire to sincere, sincere milk that you might grow. Right, as newborn babies mm-hmm. desire sincere milk of the world. Mm-hmm. So what it's saying, because the comma is after babies, right? Mm-hmm. So we go as newborn babies, comma. So we are the newborn babies mm-hmm. born into the world, right? You know, right. we think of it literally. You know, right. when you have a child, it's born to this world. They desire what? To be fed by milk. So desire the sincere milk of the word. So as a newborn baby desires to be fed by milk of the mother, whether if it's breastfeeding or formula, we as newborn Christians Mm -hmm. should desire the milk, which is actually the food of the word through Jesus, that ye may grow thereby so we can grow spiritually as a baby will grow into adulthood. Right. And there's a scripture that says we grow faith to faith. Mm-hmm. So your faith has levels to it. Everybody's Everybody has a measure of faith. We're not, not all the same at our level of belief and faith. 
That is correct. Good job. Well, thank mm-hmm. you, baby. The last one is a doozy. James chapter 1, verses 25, 21 to 25. James chapter 1, verses 21 to 25. Wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfilthy of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. So to me, I'll say, lay down the filthiness of the world and engrave the word of God, which is able to save your soul. Mm-hmm. It means letting go of the, the world's acts and behaviors. That uh, There's a scripture that says that all that's left in the world mm-hmm. is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and a pride of life. And he, he then went on in another scripture, I forgot exactly where it is, but it, he made this quote, Oh, perverse generation. Because that's all that's in this world is the perverseness and the grace. Because to be to be um, incontent and to be full of lust and lasciviousness is really perverted. So it's not just talking about regular perversion. It's talking about the pervertedness of them twisting um, things that God made to be pure and different things into something else that's nasty. And then it goes on to say, well, verse 22, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Mm-hmm. So in other words, anyone can listen to the word of God. Even the devil knows the word of God. I see it But mm-hmm. it says to be doers of the word. So if the word says ABC and you do nothing, you're deceiving your own selves according to what the scripture is saying. Mm-hmm. So if you hear ABC and you do ABC, you are now being doers of the word of that ABC. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, the next verse 23, for if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer. Okay, so this going ties into 22 because remember it says be doers of the word and not hearers only, and don't deceive yourselves. So this is the, the, the little consequence here. If ye, if, I'm sorry, for if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, what is it? He is like unto a man beholding his natural face in the glass. Okay, which means that you're only looking at your fleshly desires, your natural face, how you are naturally. You're not looking at how God is in you or through you. That's what I take from that. Okay. Amen. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to go down a little bit further because we got to go down to 25. So here's okay. 24. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what matter of man he was. So in other words, the way how I get it is by you looking at your natural face in the glass, you are upholding yourself and you go your own way despite what the word says. You still go in your own way and you forget about the straight and narrow and what type of man you can be. That's true because it talks about how 
um, a person can look into the mirror. It's just like taking the word of God. You know the word, but you don't live it. You know, so like you just said, but it's like looking at yourself. He used it as an example. It's just like looking at yourself, seeing who you are, and then walking away and forgetting what you look like. Exactly. So, and yeah. when he and when man that that word man, okay. It's not saying man as far as a gender, a guy, but of mankind, because woman was formed of man. Mm-hmm. Man was created. So man stating mankind. So I just want to explain that to everybody. So if you're a woman, listen to this. Don't think this don't pertain to you too. Because right. it does, because yeah. we are all mankind. Oh, yes, we are. It applies to male, female, you know. I don't like to use it, you know, after you guys explain something to me, but it's for man and woman. Yeah, it's man it's and for woman thing. both genders right. because God formed woman out of man. Yes, yes, she, yes he did. He so woman. woman was not created. She was formed mm-hmm. from man. That's why man and woman belong together because of the formation of how he did it. I guess that's the best way to say it. Do you still think I'm your rib? I still think you're my rib. There are times I think you're a half a rib. No, I'm just... whatever. <laughs> She's a half a oh, rib. See, he got jokes. <laughs> She's a half a rib. Okay, okay. I see how you are. Like, like, like in that one movie. How much for the rib? How much for the sauce? For the rib, yeah. <laughs> That but, was Chris Rock. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. But, 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 yes, ladies and gentlemen, oh, she, she, she is my rib. She, I've, I've said that a long time ago. I, I think it was around the time that I proposed right. to her. I said that that she was my, my, my rib and and my everything. So yeah, she's she's still my my rib. Sometimes you live and you wonder if you're gonna ever have a relationship. And I remember telling God, you know, praying too. It's like, if I don't find anyone by the time I'm 50, then I just want to be single for the rest of my life. Well, it just so happens that when I turned 50, <laughs> you know, amazing. Elaine popped up, you know, so um, but the way how it happened, it happened the, only the way how God can have Absolutely. it have it happen. Mm-hmm. So uh, we are not meant to be by ourselves. You know, it's always good True. to have a companion, a partner, right. husband, wife, you know, a significant other. Because when it's all said and done and your family members may pass on, mm-hmm. mother, father, brother, right. sister, whatever, you know, when it comes down to it, you still need someone to talk to. You still need someone to, um, to cry on and, and love. And yes, we do have the word of God and the word of God can sustain you. But if you pray sincere prayer and you and the Lord see that you are sincere, their person will come. That's so true. And I like the way you said that because it was really very beautiful. I don't think anybody was made. Even even God said it's not good that man be alone. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was very beautiful. I'm, I'm, I know God put us together from the way just the different things when I hear you say different things like you did and we're gonna always tell our little story of how we met but even beyond that I mean um, besides that which is good besides Mm -hmm. that just the fact that you sharing how you said by 50 if I haven't found the right person Mm -hmm. I was this way I was saying Lord 
if I can't have the will of God for my life, I prefer to be a single woman. But it was hard for me to be single. Like sometimes, you know, it's hard for me to be single because I'd always have someone trying to talk to me. Mm-hmm. But I, but I'm the kind of person. If they're not for me, I know it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So why even try to engage in that? I was the kind of woman, and then we're gonna say this last scripture. But I was the kind of woman that didn't lust for attention from anybody, because some people I think want attention, so they'll say different things and they'll do different things. But when you came along, it was definitely the will of God. Or you wouldn't be sitting here now. So mm-hmm. it's just, but I love it. It touched me. The part I wanted to get to was that he touched me when he called me his bread. Out of all the things he's ever said to me, because mm-hmm. that's very prophetic. It's mm-hmm. very prophetic. And I thought about Adam and Eve and how Eve was made from Adam from his rib. That means nobody else around was for Adam but who? Eve. Eve. So I like that part. I just wanted to share that. Oh, no problem. And it's like, um, and I'm going to say this, I'm going to say the, the <clears throat> last scripture too. Um, just like Elaine said, you know, she she had a lot of men that probably try and get with her. Just like I had few women try oh, to get, yeah. get, get with me. But the problem is, is that um, you know, just like the Bible says, even though we are born into this world, don't be of this world. Mm-hmm. So test test a person just like the bible says test the scriptures true you know so it's like if if a person is not meant for you um take your time don't try to rush into things because ultimately it's your life that hangs in that balance but with god in the middle in the midst and being forefront in that balance then you have nothing to worry about because if the person is for you and if you love God and you talk about God if that person don't want to talk about God then you know that person's not for you you talk about God that person talks about God y'all are able to go to church you're able to pray together you're able to do things together without lusting after one another you know test test it out that's true and I can actually say what's amazing that I think of is me and Brian will almost be together almost three years. Almost three years. By the time we get married, we have not yet even tempted each other to mm-hmm. actually lay down. We we had our moments of love. You know, mm-hmm. we snuggle. We have to do that. You know, we, we snuggle. Kiss. We, we kiss on the cheek. And a couple but, of times it's like a little peck on the lips. But yeah. it's not like one of those little passionate kisses. Passionate because then that could lead to something else. Yeah. yeah so I one thing, that's what I told him. I said one thing that... I know you're for me is just by the respect mm. that you have for me and for yourself. Mm. I think most of all, you show a lot about how you treat, take care of yourself and treat yourself. Yeah. So God's will will prevail. Amen. Amen. So I just, I just love that. And that's one thing I really like about Brian and he's right. We had all kind of crazy stuff. People mm. coming up out of blue, all up on the internet. Out of woodwork. Yeah, can I marry you? I'm like, what you mean, marry me? Out of like roaches, <laughs> out of work, work like roaches in a cupboard, just coming out all over the place. And, <laughs> and then, then you have to be careful too, because you will still have people talk to you, even though they know you are involved with someone. Exactly, that's what I was saying. Mine has engagement on it. Does your have mm-hmm. engaged together? We have you have pictures of me and everything else up mm-hmm. on Facebook. We have pictures of each other on Facebook. I have my she ring has show. her ring on and everything, and people still asking her out and 
and Tamir and stuff like that. And yeah, those people there, see, that's why the world is perverted. Because is. if you know that that person is engaged or a wife or husband right. or whatever situation it is involved with someone, you don't expect for other people to still ask you out. this world so perverted that that's what care. people do they don't care and if you were a weak person i mean if you were a person that's weak you will fall for that uh-huh. but you mess up you see that's how people mess up but you those messes up are permanent you don't i'm just amazed I'm because some amazed. of those messes up please don't take this the wrong way but some of those things that can mess up causes another life to be born oh yeah and now you have another life to take care of. And if you're not working a, a real job or you're on unemployment, and don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to judge anyone. I'm just trying to state the facts of what five minutes, you know, there's a song a long time ago, Five Minutes of Pleasure. And it's like, well, five minutes of pleasure can do 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever, an hour of pleasure, what, whatever. But just to say a fleshly pleasure, the amount of time that it could take to conceive another life. You can conceive a life or you can conceive a disease. In saying that, Brother Brian, let's go ahead and read that last scripture. whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he bring not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This man shall be blessed in his deed. Anytime you do the word of God, instead of just talk the word of God with no fruit, if that bears no fruit, to bear fruit, fruit means you're actually living and talking and reaching out to people and being a good example. Correct. Yep. If you don't do that and you just know the word, matter of fact, you can be in more trouble knowing the word or claiming you know the word and not doing it mm-hmm. than not knowing the word and can't do it. Mm-hmm. Because if you know something, you can't just be a talker about it because that you're going to be held accountable for that. Yeah. You can't say I didn't know, could you? Mm-hmm. If you're gonna talk about it, and God come up to you and say, "Well, you knew my word, did you not?" Mm-hmm. You're gonna be like, "Yeah, I know your word. You didn't live it though." Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to even be in God's presence unless I had it right. I mean, there's grace when you living to do what's right. Which the grace is when you slip and make a mistake. Mm-hmm. That means you act like you trip and you fall. You didn't mean to fall. But it would be a crazy thing for you to lay down on the ground. And no matter how hard you think you are, the Bible says every knee shall fall. Every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Absolutely. So, you know, that's the that's the word of God that we have for you today. Remember, the word is everything. The word is everything. The word cleanses you. The word can heal you. The word can deliver you. The word is a mind regulator. 
Because what is the word? Jesus. The word is Jesus. The word was with God and God was with the word. The, the word, word was God. Flesh. Yeah. That's right. So in saying that, are we, we done, baby? Yes, we are done with the scripture. Okay, is there anything else you want to say? No, not really. Everything's cool. Okay, I just, <laughs> I kind of, I thought I kind of cut you off. I wanted you to finish saying what you're going to say. But once again, thank you all for tuning in to the Highway to Heaven podcast every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. Central Time right here in the USA. You're greatly appreciated. And before we close up, we're going to say a word of prayer. Um, I'm going to pray this time because I think you did. Father, we just come before you thanking you for the word of God. Thank you, Father, for blessing us to be able to hear your word, understand your word, and apply it. We ask you to touch the listeners around the world. God, healing their bodies, healing their minds, healing their mentals and emotions. And Lord, we thank you for our faithful spirit. And Father, we thank you for your goodness, God, that we ask you to reach around the world, God, um, near and far and heal those who are sick today, those who are, are suffering from pains and aches and chronic diseases. Father, we know that you are a God that can heal all diseases. We thank you for healing all, all of our aches and pains. And Lord, we ask you to heal mentals and emotions in our families, God, our siblings, our, our parents, our cousins, our aunts, uncles, whoever it may be. God, only you can make us whole again. And we thank you for your goodness, God. We're forever grateful for you. You will work everything out for our good. In the name of Yeshua, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Well, you all, once again, thank you for tuning in with us. God bless you. Peace and love. Goodbye. Bye-bye.